0: Of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy, there is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. Were you in a car accident? You need
1: 500 bucks for that coat. Let me see the money.
2: Were you in a car accident? Yeah. Okay, give me the money. It's right here. Give me the
1: clothes. Uh, let him hold the money.
0: Give it here. Give me that beer,
1: too. The Winklevoss, the Winklevoss twins.
2: Winklevoss twins, idols to millions, uh, (laughs) heroes in their own rights.
1: The people that that bilk you out of your dollars and hand it over to uh, the Chinese Communist Party.
2: Actual grifters. (laughs) Dictionary definition huckster scam artists.
1: It's like you get on Wall Street bets. You're convinced that you're anti-capitalist. But what you what you're really doing is enriching the state of China.
2: I almost feel bad for anybody that sees themselves as anti-capitalist. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it, and and not because not because I'm like in the pocket of big capital, though I am. It, it's more than just how much effort are you putting into this? Like, you know, it, I saw a thing the other day. Am I depressed or am I just reading too much theory? Yo! Oh my God! Same, same. It's yeah. the same, same. <laughs> you wouldn't be reading theory unless you were depressed. Oh,
1: that's, yeah, that's a, that's, that's a tragic soul, man. That's uh, you can feel the fabric of, uh, of society. You can feel people's brains like they're ready to snap.
2: Uh, Welcome to worst possible timeline. Everybody.
1: Welcome to worst possible timeline. I'm Eric. Uh,
2: yeah, listen, it's, I would say it's gotten worse out there. I don't know that it has. I, I saw a lot of things this week that, one chilled me. I actually got chilled. I want you to think about what it takes to chill me. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So uh for a week I thought things looked pretty sane out there. I got on the lighthouse, looked out, the the light went over the rocks, no, no shipwrecks. Looked pretty all right. Then this week, and this gives me the impression that perhaps there's something to Mercury's and retrograde, et cetera, et cetera, but not necessarily that, but just perhaps that we're all on like a menstrual cycle of some type. Yeah. Where we have to self-destruct because I watched someone with a blue check mark on Twitter.
1: It's a bad start.
2: Say something unconscionable, something that, if they thought about it, they'd realize that they were opening themselves up for libel, defamation, defamation, and uh, and I,
1: and, and I just people have to really understand what it takes for us to use a word like unconscionable. That's 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 like big pussy. It,
2: so I guess I this is this is a hustle though because this is me taking a blue check mark too seriously because clearly you can have a blue check mark and be insane. But I'm wondering if there is a time that's going to come where blue check marks open you up to some type of litigation because there's a de facto feeling like uh, there's almost a, oh, he's an authority of some type or she's an authority of some type. And I wonder if that's going to hurt you in court someday. So basically, I saw somebody with a blue check mark accuse an author of being a white supremacist. When people came into the mentions, it was originally the this the blue mark person's followers, their audience. So instead of saying, hey, you sound like a fucking loon, bitch, they said, oh, my God, I had no idea. Uh-huh. How, uh, how did you find out? <laughs> Which is, by the way. Everybody, can you focus a little bit on being a serious person? Like when when Eric and I say like dismissive shit, like no serious person thinks this or no serious person responds this way, that sounds like we're just being dicks, but there's something to it. Could you maybe give some consideration to being a serious person? So these unserious people, these silly people are asking her, Oh my God, that's crazy. How did you find out he was WS? (laughs) Which is, by the way, not a thing. Everybody, if you've ever used the word fash, get off our fucking line. You know what I mean? Don't fucking listen to this podcast. If you've ever used crypto crypto fash, fash, march into the fucking... uh, uh, Find a river, walk directly into it. uh, Middle of winter. Crypto, (laughs) crypto, honestly
1: like a cryptos uh, as like a, as a, as a topic of discussion is really entertaining to me because people struggle so hard to find reasons why it's bad. And they just like, they just, they really just can't. The environmental thing is the most they can do. And it's like such a moot argument.
2: Yo, we'll get into crypto and we'll get into crypto in a second. Crypto gods. Put put, earmark that I'd like to talk about (laughs) why I think there's an assault on crypto. Uh, Moving on to or moving back to for a second to this allegation of W.S.
1: W.S. This is your this is we're the we're the top W.S. podcast.
2: That's right. That's right. It, we're burning up the charts in the W.S., which, by the way, don't say the number. But sometimes you'll give you'll say like, oh, our listeners are only this on the podcast. I actually looked at our metrics. It's double that. Oh, really? So, yeah. So so it's not Slip. like it, the listeners is not done by any individual episode. It's in the aggregate of, of like your, your uh, unique regular subscribers sort of thing. And it's, uh, the number is actually, I wouldn't say our number is high, but it's, it's, it's not insignificant after having seen it.
1: Uh, (laughs) So, so, so you're saying countdown to when we're on the yacht list uh, from Wolf of Wall Street.
2: No, but I'd say we're about halfway to like, uh, pretty legitimate sponsorships.
1: All right. Well, uh, manscaped.
2: Yeah. Everybody keep, uh, keep us in your prayers. Tell a thought, tell a friend. So tell a friend. <laughs> this person, oh my God, when did you find out? How do you know they're WS? WS as though that's a real thing. Everybody, you unserious goof nugget losers. <laughs> and the the her response was, Come on, it's obvious. Also, his name is practically the name of another white supremacist. Whoa, that's a person with a blue check mark who pawns themselves off as a entertainment journalist. Yo, there has to be some, and th- 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 so this is where civil courts exist for. I do not in any way want the government to, to intervene. I don't even necessarily want tech companies to intervene on this type of thing. I do, however, want there to be a precedent set that you cannot overtly lie with a serious allegation about somebody's politics in a way that would cost them their career if anybody took it seriously and will cost them jobs, even if nobody takes it seriously and without repercussions. So, I would like to see that change, but it bummed me out because again, this is a person with a blue check mark, which means nothing except for what it means, which is that Twitter said, "Yeah, you warrant this
1: um yeah, I dude so you said a while ago that that Twitter has just become uh Tumblr, which is true and and I think the outside world has also to some degree become Tumblr. Um, and it's fucking, it's freaky to see people s- like interpret the world in the, in, within the, uh, the, uh, the terms and the frames of the way in which Twitter presents it to people because that's like a funhouse mirror of reality, man. And that's like, I don't know how you, I don't know how you close the laptop and walk out the front door and then interact with actual people with that as you're like. Mindset with that as your your frame of understanding, because if Twitter, if 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 we didn't look at Twitter, if we were like normal human beings, if we just logged off completely, none of this shit, this shit isn't real until it like I guess until it hits you. Like if you're some author and someone on the internet is saying you're white supremacist, I like I, I and I don't know how to navigate that if you're not on the thing itself, like. It seems that it has, like, people have the power to do real damage to your uh, career, to your uh, integrity as a person. Um, And, like, that's pretty fucked up, man. But I I don't know. I'm starting to see kind of a shift away. Like, I see the internet. I see Twitter becoming less and less relevant. And... Yeah, I, that's a fact. I think it might be a product of the fact that Trump is gone. You know, like, I think that might, I think that's probably it. And I think it's also like we've talked about before is a little slightly off topic, but the, the declining declining is not even the word, the cataclysmic event of the ratings drop in, in, uh, media that sort of tries to ride the woke train, uh, that's going to come home to roost at some point, right? Like, And it might be just around the corner.
2: Well, here's the thing, though. My father, CNN acolyte, uh, Cuomo sexual, <laughs> is watching that shit nonstop. And so they didn't pivot to climate change, as was alleged by the uh, escort that uh, cornered the guy from CNN on behalf of Project Veritas. Uh, but they are pivoting to new strains of virus and more to the point, gun crime. Everybody, I don't know if there is a uh, quantifiable uh causation based thing for uh hey let's make police afraid to do their jobs uh and hey gun crime has gone up in in one (laughs) in one city by seven hundred percent. Jesus uh murders in our neighborhood ninety up ninety five percent by the way Eric.
1: Oh Uh, nice I'm looking forward to going home.
2: If there is a one-to-one here. I don't know if there is like a, a, like if, if one, I don't know. It seems intuitive that there would be, but I feel like people are, uh, kind of being dishonest about this conversation. Surprise that people say idiots drop into the comments and say, this is what happens when you defund the police. And then the other idiots come to bark on those people and say, no police departments were actually defunded idiot. So, okay. So that's, this is all deflection because a police department doesn't have to be defunded for there to be a a shift here. Clearly something happened, right? It's fair to say that if you have an increase of 15%, you would have to assume something happened. If you have an increase of 700% of anything, 700% more jelly beans at the grocery store, you'd have to assume something happened, right? So, Is it possible that by making police afraid to, and again, everybody, don't misread me when I say do their jobs? I don't, and don't be a turd, don't be a loser, don't be, don't be an unserious person, and say, oh, you mean their jobs of killing African Americans? No, 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 I didn't mean that. I meant, and I'm also not absolving police in this. Look, Eric and I are on the. Hey, police are are civil servants uh uh tip, which means I have no respect for them, just as I have no respect for any bureaucrat, just as I have no respect for any social worker, just as I have no respect for ninety nine percent of it's, it's municipal workers, civil servants, et cetera i don 't give a shit it it's, it's, it's fuck off it's just a job that you chose it means nothing to me so <clears throat> with all that in mind, by making policing unattractive as fuck. <laughs> Is it possible that police won't want to police? Is that possible? Well,
1: I, I would need to like I don't know that you know like what what do police and and maybe this is just my pure ignorance, but like what do they do that tangibly prevents crime? I think it's I don't think it's so much that. They're afraid to do policing because I don't know how much what what they do is effective. I really I think the only effect a police officer has is being visible. Like well, if well, they are, but if that's they are vis- if yeah, and that that's a big one, right? But I mean that hasn't changed like, right? Like, I mean, police still no, drive that they drive around, which it, it, to me is the only tangible way in which crime is deterred. Right. If you're, if you're a guy who's going to commit a gun crime and a cop drives by, you go, I'll ah, hold off on the gun crime until there's less cops around. Right. Correct. So, but, so like, here's the thing. They're afraid to do their jobs. Maybe. But what is their job? Like, I don't like, you know what I mean? Like, is it to just drive around? Cause they're still doing that. But like, You know, so, and like, you know, as far as the defunding conversation goes and shit, I think, because it hasn't, it hasn't really happened, but I think it it would, I don't think you need much proof to reasonably say that there's probably a mass, a a countrywide demoralization of police. Yeah, correct. You know what I mean? Like, I think they feel beaten into submission, right? By, by the last year's uh, rhetoric.
2: One of two things, Eric either they feel beaten into submission or they feel obstinate those are the only two look people are very unrealistic about this when you hammer down anyone there's only two way there's three ways you can go they can become servile they can become in uh ambivalent or they can become obstinate those are the responses of literally any human being when you uh, like hammer them down and shit on them and everybody once again for the fucking two idiots in our audience This is not an apologism or advocacy for the cops. This is just a natural fucking fact that if you villainize somebody even deservedly. So the result is you will have a percentage of police officers in this case who say, fuck you. When that camera's off me, I'm cracking somebody's skull. And then you will have a percentage that says I, my job is to feed my kids not to get jammed up with some paperwork i'm not taking a risk and i also don't care about these people who seem to fucking hate me yep and then you have another and i would say that's the majority and then you have another small minority on the fringe that'll say whatever you want sir those are the only three options and when the majority of cops are going to respond to this whole last 24 months or whatever with uh Hey, man, y'all do you. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Well, that's going to have a trickle-down effect, no matter how anybody feels. And look, some of our fucking listeners might say, good, let's demonstrate that we don't need them. Okay. Uh, uh, Fuck, sure. You know what I'm saying? But I I think that the average human being in the United States will trade some of their civil liberties for not getting shot in the throat. Yeah. It's entirely up to each listener of this podcast to decide if that's where they're at, what, what stop on that spectrum they're on. But I think it's fair to say that the majority would rather have some measure of over policing, but physical safety, right. From their, from other citizens. So, I think that this idea that the chickens won't come home to roost on a year and a half of villainizing cops is silly. We we have to accept it and deal with what this means moving forward, but denying it on Twitter and being like, no, this 700% increase has nothing to do with reduced police presence or a uh, blue flu style police indifference, yo. It very clearly does. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, th- because what other variables do we have, Eric? Well,
1: it's hard to. I, I I would say it's hard to draw a direct correlation based on what I said earlier. But but what I think is evident is that, uh, I think that people compelled to do crimes, gun crimes, uh, violent crimes. I think they see the culture at large, right? I think they and they I think they understand that cops are demoralized. I think they understand that they're bitched out and that they're not they're not going to do they're not going to have an itchy trigger, trigger finger or a trigger finger at all. Like the fucking LAPD using fucking Nerf guns and shit. Um I just think they see the world, I think they see a a, a society in which they can get away with quite a bit, and they're taking advantage of that, right? They're taking advantage of the fact that the cops are beaten up and that they're in a weak, submissive position, uh, culturally and 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 literally. So, um, I think that is the account for crime. I think it's literally just that these you know scumbags who commit violent crimes see and feel that they can get away with shit, and that's why it's gone up, right? That that's that's so. It doesn't have anything to do with defunding. It doesn't have, you know, it, it has everything to do with just the fact that like, yo, know, no one out there, no cop, probably every single cop out there, I would, I would bet a hundred percent of them have an underlying fear of being the next Derek Chauvin. So yes. Yes. that's, that's going to make you go, mm, fuck this. I'm going to show, oh, oh wait, uh, uh, APB uh, 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 stabbing on, on, on Santa Monica Boulevard.
2: I'll be oh, the third car to show up.
1: There's a red light there. Uh, it was, uh, what's that guy doing? He's like, he's, oh, I'm a little, uh, yeah, I'll be there soon, right? Yeah. And then that and someone dies.
2: And listen, Eric, here's the problem is that when people hear you say that, every cop is afraid of being the next Derek Chauvin, people go, good, good. And it's like, yes, these two things can exist at the same time. It can be good sure, that, police, yeah. that, that police are being uh, forced to do their job uh, it, 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 to the standard that the people that pay them insist. Yep. That that is a good thing. Yes. And it can also be said that we live in an imperfect system where the cause of the the the, the outcome of that can have some uh, deleterious uh, uh, effects. You know what I mean? It can be it, it can be it, it, what's interesting is that people get it in their head that if their motives are pure that the outcomes will be great. And it's like, yo, that's just so stupid. Like, I, I feel like I'm dealing with actual children. Yeah. Like, like, yo, you can be 19 and know better than that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to be worldly to, to just look at the world and go, oh yeah. Sometimes the best intentions just end up burning you down. Like that, that's just like very obvious.
1: Well, it's funny because they won't, they won't admit, they won't admit that it's, that it's their- policy that led to you know that had a that had a quasi positive quasi negative outcome right they won't they won't cop to that but they will if your good intentions have a negative outcome they will be the first to (laughs) uh put you on the crucifix so it is a funny game of cognitive dissonance with with overly righteous overly extremist type people you know i mean there's just there's no way to win with people like this. This is what I'm, I'm kind of seeing. They're just loons. They're just wing nuts. And for a minute that, and you know, even to right now, to some degree, it's kind of interesting being a moderate is like the fringe position. Right. And and, that's,
2: and and truly the most hated you are, you are reviled
1: (laughs) hated amongst both sides of the, of the political spectrum, you know,
2: like, yeah, you're shot hated, by both sides.
1: Yeah, hated by the QAnon people and then hated by, you know, the uh the 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 hyper woke people. So whatever. Um yeah, everyone do hates you, a moderate. They're do they're you pussy. Th- do you I get that, it.
2: First firstly, here's a question for you. Am I a moderate?
1: Um well that's okay. So then this it it gets into an area where you have to define your terms, right? Because if you talk to either of us, we we definitely have extreme positions, but we're both reasonable adults and we understand that yeah, a lot of the world isn't going to jive with our with our extremist view of a thing. So we kind of we hold on to this as a principle or a belief, but we don't expect it to be adopted or yell at people that don't get on the same boat as us.
2: I think that that's Perhaps, and and this might just be me trying to be exceptional here and and look for, like, it might be narcissism on my part, but I think that there is a a person that is more hated than a proper centrist, which is the person, like, I really feel at odds with every single bit of politics that I encounter with, that I encounter, because I I have an abiding cynicism that the person telling me the thing does not mean it. And I, I think that that position might give me the top spot as the most hated because I feel like I am just adjacent to the well, actually, you know what I mean? The devil's advocate, uh, stereotype that people hate more than anything in life. Yeah. So I I think that you are treated like a normie, like country music listening gym, bro, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, like, Hated for hated for not joining, but, but kind of like looked at as like a useful idiot. Whereas I, I feel like often saying, Hey, I see your point. I simply don't believe you is like opens you up for a type of like venom that like just sucks dick. Like, well, like, <laughs> like I got asked, like, I I told you, I got asked by yeah, go. a German, uh, 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 magazine about black lives matter. And, I, th- I saw my career flash before my eyes. I, like, oh. <laughs> I-, I said, here we go. I said, it's all over for me because the, the honest answer here is what most people associate with black lives matter. The movement is people in the street and that type of visual solidarity cues. Right. and, I can say this for every social movement throughout my entire life, even ones that I've attended or uh, been really simpatico with in terms of values. You can't get me to stand next to somebody for very long. And I don't mean physically, like that too, of course. (laughs) But I mean, I have such an innate distrust for other people's motives and other people's conviction like sure yeah st-
1: the, the the mob the mob bullshit but you want to know the, the, the weasel
2: like like that sh- and i'm like trying to explain this and english is not this person's first language and like it's obvious like i'm like oh it, it's it's done i'm i'm never coming back from this <laughs> because people will need you to respond away people like truly they need you to be perfectly in line with the expectation or you're you're Tossed into the fucking like, not, like I don't even know, like the deplorables, like Hillary Clinton style deplorables category.
1: Yeah, well, it, so here's the Weasley response when people ask about Black Lives Matter that I've seen people give. But I mean, it, it's, and I use we, it's, it's, it's lightly Weasley. It's a way of addressing it in a way that's pretty uh, hard to disagree with. It You just say the statement Black Lives Matter is evident, of course. Black Lives Matter fucking, of course they do. That's impossible to disagree with for any reasonable person on this planet. Uh, when you dig into the organization itself, its local chapters, its national chapters, you, what you find is sort of like a cultural belief that is sort of of the realm of Marxism. And I'm not a Marxist, and I don't really jive with all of that. And that's that's how you answer that question, right? I, I, I don't think that, that would be hard for anyone to really crucify you for. Yeah, um, but then
2: but then there's people that don't even know that that's an organization. They they know it exclusively as a movement. Well, if then if
1: that's the case then it's okay, yes, yes, Black Lives Matter. Of course, they should live any person any it should be able to live free from discrimination and in a world that is happy and peaceful. Like that is a self it's a self-evident statement. It's 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 again, if you are someone of any level of reasonability, it's impossible to disagree with. Of course, Black Lives Matter. Of course. If you're talking about the social movement of Black Lives Matter, then you have to talk about sort of the deeper beliefs of what it is. And I think they would self-characterize as Marxist, sort of nouveau Marxist beliefs. And it's like, yeah, they do. It's like, okay, that's a belief system. If you want to really get into that, you we can find areas where I might jive with it, and we can find areas where I might disagree with it. It's a, it's a conversation, right? My my, what I'm kind of more interested in now that we've started talking about it is like, um, what can we define what a moderate is? Because like,
2: pussy man,
1: <laughs> but it's like, okay, no, sorry, not a moderate, a centrist, right? I what I see as a centrist, right, is like someone that has depending on what you're talking about, depending on the, on, on the topic, you have areas in which you may take the more liberal position and areas where you might take the more conservative opinion. Right? So if you're someone, uh, I don't know, you, you you think we should uh, increase taxes on the wealthy and, break up the banks and break up big tech and things like that, but also your pro life, right? Is that a is that a is that a moderate, right? Like that's a that's a pretty right wing position and it's also a pretty left wing position, right? Is, so is that what they
2: mean? Uh well Eric, you firstly, this is forbidden. You are not allowed at all to mix and match. You have to let an absolute stranger motivated by their own self-interest to define the terms by which you live your own life. Uh, any failure to do so means that you have betrayed a thing that you never swore allegiance to. <laughs> and you must be punished.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, so, so that's, that's the thing, that's it. right? This is the, the frustration that I have is like, and we've talked about it before, and it makes me feel exasperated because it's just like, yo, the... To... What's the – there's a saying, right, That's like the beginning of uh, conversation is, your, is how you define your terms or something like that. The beginning of, the beginning of wisdom is definition of terms. Everyone uses wor- these words, whether it's liberal, m- uh, Marxist, conservative, right-wing, left-wing, et cetera, et cetera. We just – they're so willy-nilly with the way sh- it, it, it can – different people will define things differently, and it's like you can't have a cohesive argument then. Because if I defend liberalism to one person, they'll hear, oh, what a pussy hat wearing uh, Hillary stand, right? And another person will hear, uh, what a, uh, you know, uh, uh, he's, he's classically liberal or something, or, you know, his enlightenment values or something like that. You know what I mean? So, like, these words, if they don't have fixed meaning, it becomes hard to talk about. But no one even fucking wants to debate shit anymore anyway so the, to me it's kind of it, they just want to ridicule and hurl accusations and call them call people ws right like no no one wants to have a reasonable conversation they just want to libel you
2: eric you crypto ws
1: that's where i'm at man I'm, I'm, I'm a crypto goth i'm a cutter do
2: you want to know my hot take on cryptocurrency
1: uh, I see. I see you're you're up, but you're still down.
2: Yeah, no, no, I'm definitely still down. Um, here's my. I'm sure this is not an original take, but but here's my thinking on it. And I'll ask our listeners to uh, remember who I am, and uh, to not take me in the worst possible spirit. Cryptocurrency is too masculine for people.
1: It's too masculine for who?
2: for the type of people that feel the need to to find things wrong with it online. Yeah, that might be true. It is us. It is a space where young men congregate and create a social thing out of a shared hobby. And there's always going to be that's always going to be somebody's idea of toxic. Right? Because you see guys using the word like retard and homo and you're like, you're like, oh, shut it down. Yeah. yeah. But it is, uh, it, it, it it's entirely to like people will say it's incel and it's kind of, they're, they're not wrong in some respects, even though like some of these crypto guys probably getting hella ass, but it's, they're not wrong. It is a place where maladjusted young men Can just chat each other up about some bullshit, and people hate that a lot. (laughs) So I mean, it's it's, it's, that's the reason I think.
1: To me, it seems like it's incel in principle in the in the sense or or in essence that no one's getting pussy, but uh, they're not really concerned with pussy
2: yeah oh they're not no
1: and and they're not resentful of that their their pure motivation is is to is to it's not even to make money it's just to trade crypto
2: (laughs) yeah just to have a good time yeah have a good time doing maladjusted shit if they weren't doing crypto they would be painting world of warcraft figures
1: right yeah it's just it's like the, the the fact that you make money is ancillary and i and but you know not to everybody, but to the the real the real weirdos who are fucking fixed in this shit it's ancillary to them to to a lot of people I'm sure they find it they they've probably dialed in a way in which they can turn it into their job um i i i it's still something I kind of want to get into, but like i I don't know i don't why won't Voyager accept my fucking application i don't understand
2: oh you I told you it's because you're broke and it senses it. <sighs>
1: I have so much, well, I don't have so much money, but I have an amount of money that could be in the pockets of these Chinese billionaires who grifted out of me.
2: It is weird that you didn't get accepted. It's supposed to have like a lag time of like a week and a half and you've been waiting two two months.
1: (laughs) Wait, I actually haven't checked in a while. And it's weird because they'll send me emails. They'll be like, app is going to be down for a couple hours. And then it's like, oh, the app is back up. Get to trading, boys. And then I go in. It's like, no, you're not allowed. What the
2: fuck yo have you seen a meme beaten into submission faster than the prequel meme
1: um I saw one that I saw one of those that was kind of funny today
2: oh i've um, seen I've seen several that are funny, but you're talking beat to shit meme meme there
1: but like i but what I mean is I saw one that that made me kind of smirk today, so I don't know that it's totally dead yet now you think it's done because you're 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 extremely online kinlin.
2: oh yeah oh yeah. you know it, like, when I'm ahead on my work it, it, it's uh you know I'm just I, I'm in I, I'm the lawnmower man like I said I'm just living <laughs> in the internet
1: <laughs> where even are you are you back in California
2: no I <laughs> am today I'm going to buy my uh uh rail pass oh my god so. Are you familiar with the rail pass? It's exactly what you'd think. It, it's like a Euro pass or whatever. You can just you can plan various legs of a trip. You get 10, 10 legs uh, uh, of, a, of a trip. Uh-huh. And f- because of a deal that is going on on Amtrak through the 22nd of this month, uh, it is actually cheaper for me to buy a rail pass than to buy a one-way ticket to California. So I might stop at three border towns Uh, on my way back to California.
1: So what, what, Mexico border towns?
2: Yeah. So there's three ways to get across the United States. Um, I always take the middle one because that's the one that goes from Los Angeles to Chicago. But there's one that also goes up the coast to Seattle and then all across the northernmost part of the United States. That could be interesting. Then stops in Chicago, then go on, on eastward. But then there is the southern route, which, by the way, everybody, if you wanted to know what what states nobody cares about, go look where Amtrak fails to service. There's entire states that have no, no rail service of any kind whatsoever. It's bizarre. If I lived in those states, I'd be like, oh, am I not real? Does nobody care about me at all? Yeah,
1: so, the answer is correct, yes.
2: Yes, the answer is exactly so. So the... um. The southernmost route goes through New Orleans, right? And, uh, which by the way, if you want to go to Florida, sorry for everybody that doesn't give a fuck about Amtrak. If you want to go to the southernmost tip of Florida, you have to, uh, change in North, like North Carolina. Uh, and then you can't go from Florida to New Orleans. You have to go back all the way up four states (laughs) <laughs> and then back down. It's a very, this is the, like the least effective system in the world. We gave up on rail service this country sucks a cock. So I uh, I talked to a 78 year old veteran in, in the uh, locker room at the YMCA today. Uh, and I, I said, do you mind if I ask you a personal question? Cause he was talking about Vietnam and I said, you got any patriotism left? And it was like a Springsteen song. He just was like, paused, and he goes, nah, it's all been worn away. You know, <laughs> said okay good uh good talk my guy And but his reason is inflation uh bring me back to the topic that we're on in just a second but if we think that inflation doesn't come with a price this is a dude who uh was in vietnam and now has no faith in the country because he can't afford anything and life doesn't make any sense to him and it's like yo that that sucks for sure (laughs) you know so um Okay, back to the topic at hand, which is what? Oh, rail service. So, uh, New Orleans, down through Texas, along three different border towns, uh, 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 and then west to uh, uh, Los Angeles. So, do I want to stop in the town that the Mexico scenes in No Country for Old Men take place?
1: Um... and like what stay the night
2: yeah I'd have to stay the night I might actually have to stay two days because rail service only goes through there three times a week
1: uh I no I'm just gonna say no no you don't want to do that
2: Airbnbs are only $21 yeah still no (laughs) did you watch No Country for Old Men? to to our Mexican listeners please set Eric straight did you watch the movie? by accusing him of virulent racism did
1: you watch, did, but I'm just, I'm asking a simple question. Did you watch the movie?
2: I love the movie.
1: It's, a, it's one of the greatest of all time, but it, it's, I can understand what may be passing through there, but I don't like, I don't know that I'd want to necessarily stay overnight.
2: I want to hire a Mexican dude to follow me around with my own camera, uh, like my phone and film me shot for shot doing the scene on the bridge where he's, uh, he's been shot and, and he's bleeding and he throws the, the 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 money over the side of the bridge to go collect it later and then passes out oh yeah
1: i remember that isn't that right isn't that like where is that that's to tijuana isn't it
2: no so, so so that movie takes place in texas and that scene takes place in forgive me my fucking my my Uh, Mexican and uh, Chicano uh, listenership. Uh, It takes place in Ciudad uh, Acuna. Uh, That's where those scenes take place. And that is a sleepy uh, Mexican border town, considered the best border crossing in all of Mexico because it's so chill. And, uh, you know, just a little, just a little sleepy spot. Um, so, yeah, that's where that's where those scenes take place, and that's what I want to live.
1: Okay. You're going to go sleep in the dirt
2: there? Uh, why does everybody assume that Mexico is just dirt?
1: God no, I'm it. assuming that you, this is an assumption about you, that what you're going to do.
2: Uh, yes, well, because I'll be acting out the scene from uh, No Country, I'm going to uh, spray my shirt with uh, red food coloring and then uh, collapse and wait for wait for locals to collect me. Yeah,
1: that's that's, that's how I'm I'm envisioning it.
0: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.
1: Jeez. Um, Are you that far ahead on work that you can waste this much time?
2: So this is the thing. I, I have an interview when I get off the phone with you uh, to uh, take on a new job in addition to my current job, which would mean Patty's Wealthy yeah he's making all the money and nobody can stop patty patty's putting it all in crypto and he's gonna make a million uh on a total shit coin this is this is the the, the delusion this is the like the meme where people are like really out to lunch and they believe that they'll become millionaires off of crypto like <laughs> and and then uh i'm going to embark on my adam Car- i'm gonna join adam carolla and Nick DiPaolo on a uh, conservative uh, uh, red pill uh, uh, comedy tour with Larry the Cable Guy uh, being the, the headliner.
1: That sounds pretty good. I mean, that's I. I mean, I, I like this vision. I'm 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 with your vision, but I don't because
2: that's what because that's what you do when you get a little bit of money. You go, oh wait, nobody can stop me anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah. Once you once your bank account uh, is uh, once you reach over thousand dollars, you start you, you're <laughs> invincible.
2: That's exactly right.
1: Yeah. You go, wow, Ford, uh, whoa, an extra decimal place. Oh my God. You just, you, you trip out on the high and then you, then you, you wake up in the dirt, uh, outside of, uh, the, the Mexico border.
2: Uh, the, the, name of that city is Del Rio, but I would be going to Ciudad, uh, uh, which sounds really fun. I'm excited. (laughs) What, what kind of, what is your idea of fun? I like to walk around places where nobody knows me and listen to music on my headphones.
1: Hmm. That's hard to do as a as a, as famous crypto
2: I know. That's why I am like very keen to just disappear into uh Central and South America.
1: Ah, I don't know if it's I don't know how well that's gonna go over for you. <laughs> I think you have an uh, idea of it, but I, I think you have an idea of you in like a you got sunglasses on. You're wearing like a sombrero, maybe like a poncho or something, and you kind of just drift through town. And uh, people, you know, they see you sitting in the corner, and and they whisper to themselves, "You see the man in the corner." Yeah, he made his his crypto his his crypto
2: fortunes. There is a, now, there's a ru- there is a rumor <laughs> that this man is very dangerous.
1: Yeah. That and and that's and then and and the 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 local children all like like uh, they 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 laugh at you behind your back, but then when you walk by, they all get really scared.
2: As well, they should. <laughs> and then you get
1: stabbed in the throat and robbed, and then you die. You bleed God, out. In, everybody in with square. your
2: racist assumptions about Mexico.
1: Well, no, this is. I mean, this is going to happen to us in Hollywood too. But at least it's a little more lit there.
2: That's true. Everybody, everybody assumes. But when I when you talk about Mexico, everybody's like, "Oh, you want your face sewn onto a be- uh, onto a soccer ball?" And it's like, I don't think they do that to just everybody.
1: They do it to gringos.
2: I th- I don't know if they do. They do. They hold you for ransom. Oh, God, good luck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know it's going to be very disappointing for them, but you know.
2: I'd ask them for a Spanish to English dictionary and I would just like slowly like point to the words like n- no money, <laughs> like n- zero shot.
1: Dinero, zero dinero.
2: And uh, listen, here's some good Nunca. stuff. To kn- here's some good stuff to know about Acuna. Uh, in the film, rolling thunder. Are you familiar with this movie?
1: Mm, remind me.
2: It's the movie where the guy comes back from Vietnam. He, his uh, family is like raped, murdered. They have their, um, well, he comes back from Vietnam. There's this, it's a great bit of writing. It's a great bit of acting. You're
1: talking about about Rambo.
2: He comes this is one is more affecting because he comes back from Vietnam, uh, after being like in the, the Hanoi Hilton and, uh, tortured and, and he comes back and his wife has taken up with another guy. And, because she never knew if he was coming back. And, uh Yep. And then there's this powerful scene where he's sitting in a chair and she tells him and he doesn't say anything. And she says, what are you going to do? And he goes, I'm going to sit here. That's it. And then he uh, they get like. Like, uh, attacked and, uh, like, cause he got money, whatever. They put his hand into a garbage disposal, destroying his hand. And he's got a hook for the rest of the movie. And, uh, he, he goes on a killing spree, but the villains are the Akuna boys.
1: Okay. Are you going to become one of the Akuna boys?
2: I'm going to join the Akuna boys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And then uh, you've seen the movie El Mariachi, of course, and Desperado. Th- those Class. the uh, one of the actors and producers from that film, uh, for those films, uh, is from Acuna, and much of those were shot in Acuna. Uh, then uh, in Kill Bill, uh, you have Acuna scenes. Uh, I, by the way, I have no idea if I'm saying Acuna correctly.
1: Um, Most likely not.
2: And then, like Water for Chocolate, was filmed there. Uh, and then uh, portions of No Country for Old Men are, are set there. Oh, and uh, a bunch of American companies work there or, or have stations there because it is 100% union-free.
1: Oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking notes as a, as a producer.
2: Uh, if you're curious, um, Gen- Gentherm, uh, Caterpillar, uh, Resco... And Totter Incorporated uh, all have uh, major hubs there so that they can exploit uh, non union labor.
1: Classic.
2: So, Classic. to the people, to the farmers riding caterpillars uh, products, uh, uh, salute. <laughs> salute <laughs> like, to you. It may, yeah, uh, you're, you're patriots.
1: Mm, so, you're getting, so you will be back in California in what, a month?
2: No, I gotta leave soon if I wanna do this because. Uh, I, I work from wherever I am and I've determined that my current job is way easier than I thought so I can do it on the road. No problem. But I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, will be home soon. I, I'm mainly coming home because I worry about you.
1: Well, that's what I'm, that's what I'm worried about. Right. Because as you, as we talked about at the top of the episode that, there is this, uh, I, I am PMSing, right? I i am going through something at the moment. So if you walk in a week from now and I'm, I'm swinging from the ceiling, you really can't be that surprised.
2: God, it's going to smell so weird. I hate, I, can, let's just, you got to pretend to have it together. You Listen, pretend to have it together the way that like gay dudes used to <laughs> pretend to be straight. You know what I mean? Like, g- get yourself a fucking wife go through the motions of normal adult life <sighs> and just snap later but what what why uh, why not snap now isn't now not a good time to snap i don't know i would no because i'm going to find you like <laughs> covered in fucking flies like oh, i'm going to have to throw out all my shit you know what i mean like just, uh, yeah, you've seen crime scene clean cleaners
1: yeah, but it's not going to – I'm not that – you know I'm not that messy. I'm not going to make that much of a mess. It's, it, no, it might smell bad. You might have to air you it out.
2: shit yourself. It's all sorts of sh- – it's not good. <laughs> but what I
1: mean is I'm not going to spray my brain, brains across the, the 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 walls. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that to, to, to your uh, security deposit.
2: Thank you very much. No, but, but I mean like if you hang yourself, it's not going to be good.
1: Well, there's no – I mean what's the best option really? I mean I, I could cut my wrists in the tub. That way most of it goes down the drain.
2: No, you don't you don't understand once rotting material. Think about if you just put like a, like a bunch of steak in a tub and then came back two weeks later.
1: Yeah. Or I could, uh, I could, I could throw myself off the balcony that way, that way, you know, then you don't have to find me. Then they just come and clean me up.
2: We live on the second floor.
1: (laughs) Yeah. no. Well, I'd have to go neck first or something like that. Well, I'm supposed to go, I'm going. So my flight is booked for tomorrow, but I have to cut out of work early in order to do it, which I didn't want to do. And then I got an email today that said I have off on Friday, which if I knew that I would have flown out Friday instead. So I didn't have to sacrifice work time. So now I'm trying to see if JetBlue will change my flight to Friday, but I don't know. I I don't know. I have to look into it.
2: Do Friday if you can, because that's uh, less time uh, without me.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I need uh, you and,
2: and I'll be home as soon as I can. And then we will go to uh, some we'll go to the beach together.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, I got a car, too. I didn't tell you.
2: You purchased a car.
1: I bought my mom's car. <laughs>
2: <Okay>. So does <laughs> that it mean? Shipped got, out there. Oh, you're shipping it out. You chose not to drive it across the country. Why would I do that? Oh my god. Why would that even occur? See, this
1: is the you have the mind of a slave. That this is, this is the type of person that does that. Why would I drive across the country?
2: It's people like me psychotic. That, that vanquished the native peoples here and and by manifest destiny uh, supplied you the life that you that you have.
1: Yeah, but now you're you're denying the advancement that we've come since those days. And and you You actively put yourself in, like, you don't need to do that. You're putting yourself in a situation that is uh, prolonged and unnecessary suffering, you know? Like, there's no way to get across the country without some kind of suffering, right? So, to me, it becomes about time constraint. Flying a direct flight is six hours of suffering, but that beats six days of suffering. No. No. No? <laughs> Let's see. Will they change my flight? It looks like I can... Oh, $7. Okay. I I might be able to change my flight for 7 bucks.
2: You know, here Here's a question to you. Mm. How much do you feel an obligation to share every aspect of your life with strangers? Side question. Uh, is... How much do you resent people that put you in a position of feeling like you have to? Uh, it's some, weird because when I'm when I'm context. context
1: when I'm going through it, I may overshare,
2: mm-hmm. and then
1: when I'm not going through it, I go, "Ugh, why did I? uh why did I right. do that?" Yes. Yeah. So there is sometimes there is I I feel compelled to maybe do that but I don't like doing it.
2: No, nor should you
1: No, it's yeah, it's weak.
2: I'm going to give you a little context. There's a guy getting canceled in, in Albany this week. They've been trying to cancel him by the way, everybody, if you, if you can't allow a dude to work in food service, I don't know what you want from the canceled. (laughs) You know what I mean, like, if no disrespect to our food service workers, but you're some of the most stepped on individuals in North America. So, if if we can't, if a canceled dude can't find work in food service without somebody trying to run him out of food service, I'm I mean, going to keep saying food service, everybody. Yeah. Then I think you are very directly asking that person to kill themselves. Is, does that seem accurate to you?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else they want, you know? I don't know. Okay, what so I, they're
2: trying to get yeah. this kid to kill himself. And I just saw something that I thought was so bizarre. A person stuck up for him. A friend of his, woman who said, yeah, look, blah, blah, blah. And then she made herself a moving target for the same people that devote their lives to destroying this kid. And then she took to Instagram and explained herself not like making an apology. She didn't apologize at all to her credit. Just that there was, she was like explaining like her own trauma. And I wanted to just hit her in the middle of it and go, Hey, I don't know if you're doing this to get it off your own chest. Or if you think you've got to explain yourself to deranged, unwell, unwell, psychopaths with really miserable lives. But I just saw before we started this podcast, another woman explaining like, yeah, I was in a bad place at that time. Bitch, I don't need to know any of this. I don't, I literally don't need to know any of this. It does not matter at all. Nobody's thinking about you. you. You've got four people who are on a campaign because they're unemployed. Otherwise, ain't nobody thinking about you. What is it that everybody feels like? It, it, remember what I said about Germany? Germany feels all this guilt for the Holocaust, but they also feel like pretty special, you know? Like they're always like telling you how the Holocaust is different from other genocides. It's a pretty remarkable thing that we did over here, you know? And you're like, God, you seem like fucked up about it, but also like self aggrandizing, you know? So, like, that's how all of this shit feels like, yeah, I was in a low space bitch. I don't care. What, why is any, I, I straight up, Eric, I feel crazier and crazier by the day. Why is anyone's trauma? Why is anybody's struggle? Why is any of this, any of my business?
1: Because they're, what they're trying to elicit by doing all this is your sympathies, right? Cause it feeds them. They feed off other people's pity and it also, it's like a way for you. They want people to care about them, right? They feel like no one cares about them and they want people to care about them. So that's why they do this shit.
2: You know, it's so much easier to just reconcile that nobody cares about you. Or just like try and form stronger interpersonal
1: bonds with, 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 with specific people that do care about you. Other option, get a Nintendo switch. Yeah. Get a switch, get a, you know, uh, go for a run, masturbate, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, crypto
2: wins. Crypto losses.
1: Yeah, yeah. Get in on that. Get in on all that shit. I don't know. Crypto fash. Eat a bowl of cereal. You know, like relax. Just fucking sit in your in your in your childhood bedroom. Lay in your bed. Play switch and get fatter by the day.
2: <laughs> Is that a shot at me? It's I,
1: just it's just the the only way to properly move through the world in the year of 2021.
2: Listen. I have beaten multiple games while I've been here.
1: <sighs> that's that's depressing.
2: <laughs> Remember when sad. you used to tell me that I didn't play games? And then I played games and you suddenly became like a like a married guy in a car. And and we're like we're like, oh ho ho. Patrick, uh, how how come you're not coming in on this this investment property with me? I'm an adult. You're playing games. (laughs) You're out here playing games. Fuck you! I'm playing Metro twenty thirty three, dog.
1: You're out here playing games like a child. I can't. I can't play video games anymore. I can't for one second. I hate the notion of having free time. I'm I'm like this is my this is the weirdness that I have developed over the. If I'm sitting still for even a second. It's, it's a crisis moment. I need to fucking move. I need to walk 30,000 steps. I need to... Th- there's a caveman that lives inside my brain, and he is not... He feels that we are on the brink of full tribal starvation, and he needs to work immediately. He needs to chop wood. He needs to move rocks. He needs to build the camp because we're going to die if we don't move. And when you play a video game,
2: you You are in your gun to
1: in your mouth
2: your unearned sanctimony makes me sick
1: (laughs) it's a gun in your mouth that's what it is you not get that do you not understand that it is it is wasting your precious time that you could be working towards something a goal you can have a noble aim of some of some kind and yet
2: you've been peterson radicalized (laughs) you've been listening to the jordan peterson podcast i could tell
1: You need to have a noble aim. It's not about achieving the aim. It's about the climb. It's about the, it's about progressing, moving towards the aim. It has nothing to do with accomplishment. It has everything to do. Exactly. That's
2: why when I, when I beat Metro 2033 last night, I said on to a new game.
1: (laughs) No, (laughs) no, that's you're losing your soul. You're dying. That's a fact. You're being, you're sucked into GamerKate. Game. You're being, you're being masticated in the mouth of Anita Sarkeesian.
2: That, that's what's been the, the dream. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you're, you're dying a slow death. I can't stand by and watch it happen. You're now, your suicidal tendencies. of Now you're, you're marching into a uh, uh, gang territory in, in Mexico. And now you're going to get your throat cut. Psycho for life. You need to you 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 feel compelled to you you you've you've grown so accustomed to your uh, opulence and your uh, your hedonism that now you're engaging in high risk behavior just to feel something just to just to change it up you you want to you you've lived in in the lap of luxury for too long and now you need to smash it all just to give you just to get a just to get a hard on.
2: You know, there's something to that. Uh, so my girlfriend likes nice things and we talk about this because she would like to go to Paris, which is not nice. And she knows that, but uh, you can find a nice part of it. But I want to go to like countries in Africa that, that are not recognized by the rest of the world, you know? And like the Islamic Republic of Mortania, uh, like, and we talk about how we're going to figure this out. Is it a one for you, one for me? If I want to go to the, uh, the, one of the few countries on earth that's, that still has, uh, uh, chattel slavery, uh, do you, do you come with me (laughs) Or, or do you stay at home for that one? You know, is it, do people even do married people even have, uh, separate vacations? Is that allowed? I don't even know. You know, like we talk about all this shit, but she likes, opulence you know she would like a resort and i am there's something very broken in me where i like sleeping in a van uh i like the idea of uh, traveling with no bags whatsoever uh waking up in a in a doorway in in, uh in acuna mexico uh which by the way it sounds exciting because no country for old men but i watched a youtube video (laughs) where a couple goes there and they're like. It's just a lot of dentists, it's just dentist office
1: everywhere. <laughs> you're just on Long Island. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, Cause everybody goes over the border to get their teeth done. So it's just dental offices.
1: Oh God, that sounds, that's, that doesn't sound fun at all. That doesn't sound compelling in any, it doesn't sound okay. It's not what I was saying, but it's definitely not what you're thinking it is either
2: no no but
1: that's Uh, that isn't that life though isn't that anything right like you get excited for anything or traveling or going somewhere and you get there and it's just a bunch of dentist's office
2: that's exactly right
1: that's everywhere man it's like oh yeah me and me and my 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 partner we're gonna travel through europe and we're gonna we're gonna go to italy we're gonna go to rome we're gonna go to uh, england and then we're gonna go to we're gonna go back down and go through paris and you just end up you take a tour of of radiology (laughs) clinics
2: uh, radiology, dialysis, and dentists. That's, that's my big, that, that's, uh, my holiday row. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's
1: all it is. There's no such thing as brick and mortar. Like, what are you expecting? You're going to go to a place and it's going to be this beautiful bed and breakfast in a, in an 18th century building that, you know, part of it, part of the, the, one of the, the part of it was you know, destroyed in the blitzkrieg and, but then it was rebuilt and here's the people that used to live here. And now, you know, the, 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 the grandson has, has inherited the space and it has all this history to it. And you said, t- no, it's just a dentist's office. That's it. It's, just, it's not anything. It's nothing. It's an Airbnb that they, they rent the upstairs and the, and the downstairs is a uh, podiatry. Yes. <laughs> you go across the street to uh, to Finn's pub, and you get a you get a shitty burger and a dis- and a Coors Light, and you go, wow, this is English culture, all right.
2: And then you go across the street to McSwirlies. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then the college kids come into town. They they key your car. They slash your tires. Uh, they you get in a fight. Uh, the rental agent, you didn't get the insurance on the rental car. So you're, you're in the hole now. And, uh, you know, your wife is pissed and she's crying because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't what they expected. And, you know, she's starting to see your failings as a partner and and sees your weaknesses. They're on full display for her. It's and all now- too real. You know, you're trying to comfort her, but she really just wants to be left alone. And oh, fuck, now it's raining. So, like, you th- you're gonna, you're thinking about going for a walk, but now it starts raining. It's, it's about three in the afternoon. You know, the sky is full overcast. Uh, so you think, well, I guess I'll go for a car, but then you remember it's at the shop because those fucking teenagers slashed your tires. So, you can't go for a drive. So, And you think maybe I'll go, maybe I'll go to that bar across the street and just hang out and read a book or something, but they won't let you in because you don't have any money on you now and they don't accept card. So you spent all your cash. So now you can't go in there. So now you're just standing in the rain while your wife is crying in the B and B, which is above the podiatry clinic. Mm. And, uh, you, you, there's that, that's the situation you find yourself in. That's your tour of Europe. That's why you don't do that shit. That's why you get a direct flight. (laughs)
2: <laughs> no direct flight for me. <laughs> this is way you you condemn yourself to misery. Direct flights are mad pussy, man.
1: <laughs> Yo, it why I don't understand this. Like you, ha, you like you feel like you have to put yourself through misery. You know what I've started doing? I I fucking I, Big Baller Eric, he buys the fucking extra legroom seats on the flight now cuz I can't sit with the rabble anymore.
2: See, I am of the people. I'm the Bernie of this podcast and you're the fucking <laughs> You are the Mitch McConnell.
1: I'm 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 the JP Cryptofash. That's right. It's is listen. I can't listen. When I when we moved to Los Angeles, right? It was in the middle of COVID, <laughs> which is really funny. When I tell people, they're like, "Oh, you moved to Los Angeles. When did you go out there? Was it like?" before the pandemic and i'm like no you know right in the middle of it right dead in the center numbers way at the top that's when we decided to go (laughs) um and uh but when i flew out there it was they weren't doing middle seats so i had the ill leg room but now they're doing middle seats again because covid's over Uh, and and now it's like I can't go back to sitting next to some fucking asshole or or, our our fucking thighs touching. I can't do that. I gotta get this
2: extra leg room, bro. I'm gonna be in the mix at some of these spots. I'm going to. Also, I'm looking at when you're looking at twenty one dollar Airbnbs, you're not talking about the. uh, It's not the cream of the crop.
1: I'm surprised Mm. that they even offer Airbnbs around there.
2: Like, what is up with you and your low rating of the Mexican people?
1: I'm I'm just astounded that there's that there that the there's demand for such a thing.
2: Okay, you know what? I just found a photo that is so f- fucking bad. <laughs> Send it to me. This is this is uh, in Acuna, Mexico. This is the, um, like I guess maybe red light district. I guess I I don't know if there is one person like it. I just read the Wikipedia that said that it basically almost started as a red light district for the. Uh, uh, American GIs over the border, but that American GIs aren't actually allowed there, so there isn't a red light. Distra- but anyway, I, I'm I just was looking for like a Kuna nightlife, and uh, I'm now sending you uh what that looks like.
1: All right. Oh no. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit! I had an idea in my mind, but. Is that
2: like a, that's not a door. I don't, I don't know. It looks like paper. I don't know. <laughs> is this where you're going to stay? That's what, that might be my Airbnb.
1: <laughs> okay. So then what you're saying to me is that I'm never going to hear from you again.
2: What is again with the racism? It's <laughs> is there phone service out here? I couldn't say, listen, I just need a fucking adventure. I've been at my folks house for weeks.
1: Yeah, no, I know. I feel that. I, I need a fucking adventure, too. I might I might take a fucking month off from work.
2: I really hope that that's not like the nightlife in this town. That would be like, I mean, does that even look like it exists in the Western world? <laughs> no, it looks like Mogadishu. That's like a pretty crazy fucking scene right there. Um,
1: that's pretty unreal, bro. I don't know. I, I mean, you do you do you, and this is the most you thing that I think you could possibly do. So far be it from me to try to take that away from you. Uh, you know, and and you're gonna live your life, you know, depending on it. But you're gonna be laying in this paper shack. You're gonna be laying on, I, I maybe I don't know what they offer as as amenities. Maybe like a maybe like a, a some like hay on the floor. Like that'll be your bed. Um, and you're just going to be thinking, you're just going to be laying there, your phone's not going to work, you're not going to be able to get through to your girlfriend, you're not going to be able to look at your crypto, which I think is going to be extra torture.
2: That'll be torture.
1: And you're just going to lay there and you're just going to you're just going to stare at the papier-mâché ceiling and just think, I wonder if Eric's killed himself yet.
0: Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you.
1: Slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show.
2: Hmm. Uh, th- it's my concern for you that is. Uh, it's the only thing that's because uh, I think it'd be fun to hang out in Acuna, Mexico for a fucking week.
1: I would get bored after two days. Oh my god. Well, I mean, truthfully, I would get. I would get. I would get quite perturbed after arriving there and realizing that this was my immediate future, but, and then more than 24 hours would be quite distressing. But, uh,
2: do you think I can, do you think I can find like a pretty high end gym in this town or no?
1: (laughs) I, I don't, I, I think the gym in this town is like you, you, uh, you lift like, um, two buckets of uh cow shit, right? Um, and, and that, those are your weights and, uh, you know, you can, you can jog, but you know, the surfaces are not very level, so it's, it's probably going to suck. Um, I, and then, uh, you know, I, I, I think that's going to be about the limit of your, uh, of your, of your gym amenities. Uh,
2: maybe I can flee a cartel.
1: Which is honestly, which is better than a best Western to be honest. So
2: that's what I'm saying. Like look these fucking airbnbs that cost twenty one dollars and look like they're made out of paper mache, which by the way, everybody, the photo that I sent eric is is ludicrous it's it it's really you kind of really hope that that's not a place is that fair <laughs> you kind mean, of hope that that you kind of hope that that's a joke that like somebody took a photo of somebody's shed <laughs> and and tried to pawn it off as the town. <laughs>
1: You have you, if nothing else, you have an uncanny ability to find the most like I, I remember when we were looking at apartments in Los Angeles and I'd send you a place and it'd be like, you know, kind of nice, kind of whatever within our price range. And then you'd come back with a place that was like it no doubt from the pictures looked like someone was murdered there uh, maybe maybe five hours before they, the real estate company showed up to take
2: pictures. I have Zero affection for comfort. (laughs) I I just, it's not even like I have to pretend to want comfortable things so that my girlfriend continues to love me. No, I
1: I disagree. I don't even think it's that. I don't think it's, it's not that you don't value comfort. I think it's that you actively seek out discomfort.
2: That might be true. (laughs)
1: Like you are going out (laughs) of your way to put yourself in a situation that by all measures and, and by most people's standards would be, horrifying
2: do you know who uh what's his name fuck he's a comedian he's pretty funny adolf hitler he's he's an older white guy looks like bernie sanders but talks like sort of black
1: uh vladimir lenin
2: that's right so (laughs) he i was listening to people describe his neighborhood he lives in elizabeth and he Lives in a basement with a hot plate instead of a stove. New Jersey? Yep. Oh. And <laughs> now listen, the, here's the thing. I texted my girlfriend immediately. She was dead asleep when I was listening to this. And I was just like, baby, I appreciate you so much. <laughs> and the reason is, is because if left to my own devices, I would arrive there. Even if I was, like, doing well, I'd be like, who needs more than a hot plate? What are you doing? <laughs> and, and that shit is, like, you got to know that about yourself. You know what I'm saying?
1: But, but see, you do know this about yourself, but you don't I, – I feel as though you don't uh, try to avoid that. I feel like you know it about yourself and you see it as an oncoming train that you can't avoid.
2: Yeah, I mean – I don't know. I, I, the fact that the no comfort thing is like, it's fun in games because you think, Oh, this makes me sturdy. And, st- and I, I, there's very few situations that knock me out of my comfort zone. But then if you're 50 with a hot plate and you're using a pillow with no pillowcase, uh, uh, this is like, it becomes like you're too hardened. It's not, it's not a, it's not a good thing. But what,
1: okay, are, is this the same person I'm talking to that wants to stay at this paper mache hut?
2: That's what I'm saying. Maybe I have to get the paper mache out of my system so that I can like be <laughs> the the yacht dweller of the future. No,
1: see I, I don't think it works like that. I think you are who you are. I think I think you do this and you think, all right, I'm just going to get it out of my system si-. you, you, this is this is our version, or this is I should say your version of homosexuality. It's not like, Oh, you know what? I'll just take this dick in the ass, and then I get it out of my system. Then I'll be a great married man. No, you're gonna go. You're gonna stay there.
2: I'm gonna take that dick forever.
1: And then in a year, you're gonna be, you're gonna be thinking about. You're gonna in a year, you're gonna be getting top from your girlfriend, uh, blissed out, right? Maybe on a bed somewhere. You know, because she's going to choose the place that you guys stay, and it's going to be top quality because women know all about that shit. She, and, she's
2: into the thread count.
1: Oh my god! See, this is a that's a level of that's that's something I'll never know.
2: She right? washes her she washes her sheets every single day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, well, this is that's they might be going a little too far there. Um, what I'm saying is, you're going to find yourself. You're gonna do this to get it out of your system, right? And then in a year
2: well i'm while I'm getting dome on twenty thousand count sheets, I'm yes. gonna be thinking about the paper mache house
1: exactly. one hundred percent, that's how it goes. I'm telling you now there's no such thing as getting anything out of your system. if you like I'm, it,
2: I'm just a gay man. yeah one hundred percent you this is
1: hardwired in you. this is so, you know. You, uh, but but here's the thing, right? When you're in a in some, if you want to maintain relationships, right? You gotta you gotta stretch. So stretching for you would be the hundred count threads or whatever, whatever the fuck it was you said. Uh, but I feel as though at the same time, in order for you to stay a centered, complete person. She might have to cuddle up with you on the hay bale underneath this, the paper mache ceiling.
2: I mean, I don't think, <clears throat> I don't think my girl's going to meet me halfway on paper mache. Well,
1: that's that. Listen, that's a discussion that you need, you and your and your girl need to have amongst yourselves. It's none of my business. But I'm just saying that we are who we are. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and to deny ourselves is a fool's errand because we will, as soon as we're away from it for long enough, we're going to come, there's no such thing as, you know, uh, I mean, the only other option is like you're an addict, right? You might, you might be able to keep the dragon in the bottle for the rest of your life, but you're going to have to go to meetings or something. Like you're going to have to do a lot of work to keep this side of you, uh, you know, from, from acting out. And even then, even then, I think you're going to go to you're going to, you go. all right, honey, uh, going out to my uh, my weekly support group, Um, uh, you know, I'll be home uh, in a couple hours. And then on the way, you're going to take you're going to get off the highway. You're going to get on another exit and you're going to go straight to the shit hut on the outskirts of town.
2: I worked for a guy who was a recovering drug addict who said, Oh, that's not good. This is a, this is a photograph. Here's another photo from Acuna that is not, it doesn't make me feel that great. Um, I worked for a guy who, uh, he was a recovering addict that when he got to a new town, he would just have the driver take him to the worst part of town. And he said he did that to remind himself of where the fuck he was going to be if he fell off. And, but there's a part of addicts that want to see the worst. And I, I think that that's, that's sort of my, maybe that's the, the equivalent in some way. You just send me a dead body. That's I just looked at photos from this town and that's, that's one of the top 25.
1: (laughs) That's you. That's going to be you. (laughs) (laughs)
2: everybody it's a it's a man who's clearly been murdered and then a uh middle school style uh poster board uh has been laid across his chest with some threatening message in spanish (laughs) and i think
1: there's a happy face in there
2: (laughs) Uh, is that gonna be me it's not it's not unlikely right i mean
1: it doesn't and have to be you, but it seems like this is this is the direction you're steering the the car.
2: Do I click on this link that says Ciudad Ocano Archives uh hyphen addicted to dirt.
1: <laughs> that's you. That's you. You're <laughs> addicted to dirt, man.
2: Man, that's not good.
1: I see, I cuz it's interesting that you're bringing this up because I was having reflections, right? Like, am I too soft of a man, right? Like, I'm never going to know how to woodwork. It's just not in my wheelhouse, man. Like, my dad is quite good at it. He has has his own, like every dad on earth, he has his own fucking workroom. He's got a table saw. He measures shit. He puts a thing there. That's not me, man. I just, it's not going to happen. Like, I, I can't do it. Like is that is that ba- like should <laughs> I be more of a of a handyman in that sense? Like am I too cuz my answer to everything is eh, I'll just pay some fucker to come and fix it or I'll just No, I'm
2: I'm, I'm with that. I'm not trying to fix anything in life. Wh- who wants to fix anything? Fuck
1: that shit. But who wants to put anything together? God, what a fucking nightmare. I hate doing that shit. You know? <laughs> unless it's like unless it's like Legos or some shit. Like if I'm going to make a f- fucking Darth Vader's tie fighter or some shit, Oh, that sounds fun. I'll fucking build it and then I'll throw it against the wall. It sounds lit. Like, what? But like building a desk. Why would I do that? Uh, it's the mind well, of a slave.
2: <laughs> I think it might just be a self starter and maybe I'm a self starter. We one time,
1: I want to give context to why I keep <laughs> saying that. We watched, what did we watch some video of like Arab sheikhs or something talking about why they don't wear masks? during yeah, corona. Yeah, yeah. And, and then all he said was the mind of someone who would even consider to wear a mask is not a man that is the mind of a slave and i thought that was so fucking funny
2: you now those dudes are invincible
1: that's what i'm saying so anytime i hear somebody talking about this sh- shit like that where they're like how to build a how to build a dresser and several easy steps first measure your wood i'm like you have the mind of a slave you have the mind of someone you don't for some, for whatever reason you can't process that there's someone that will just do that shit for you and, and or with, for a nominal fee, right? Probably the same amount you'd spend on buying the fucking wood. And then fu- it's like cooking food. It's the same shit. Just fucking, you use the money that you have and then you don't, you outsource your labor. Why are you doing that? You don't have to.
2: So I'm looking at, all I can find on this place, like if I go to the wiki travel, there's, there's seriously nothing about this place. Like it, it like there's a, there's a file on it, but it, 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 uh, it's like, there's nothing like just fucking nothing. Uh, and hold on. That's weird. Um, Oh, that's weird. Um, hold on. We'll look up Del Rio, but there, and, and on the internet, it's scant. There's not a ton going like that. I can find except for occasional blogs of like hell's angels that, that like they're family guys. And they're like, yeah, we just go for, we go for a little stag trip over the border and, and then they end up dead. This one is from a guy who everything in this blog is about, how much he loves the cocaine of Mexico. And, how <laughs> <laughs> and as soon in, in, Ciudad Acuna, the second you turn the corner off the main strip of bars, your tits deep in the barrio, it begins immediately. Mm, my new barrio. friend Diego with, with my new friend Diego, I walked deep into the dark, sketchy neighborhood. There was no streetlights and no pavement, only blackness and rutted dirt roads. The houses were all simple. One story affairs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's basically Oh, and then, th- then, uh, the next chapter is Duncan blow Nuts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, you have to let, you have to, you have to reveal what that's about.
2: Okay. Uh, I'm going to read this piece from, uh, De-Kadelic. Uh, after 18 blocks, we hooked a left and, and walked another block and a half until we came to a house with one of those doors that can be opened as either a full size door or just a bottom and a top, uh, like a walk-up service window. It was the Dunkin' Donuts of Blow. I hung back <laughs> while well, Diego exchanged my $20 bill for a tiny little baggie. The guy at the window asked who the gringo was, and Diego said, me amigo. The guy accepted this, though he didn't seem at all too thrilled about it. Maybe it was because the only amigos Diego ever brings around conspicuously enough are gringos wishing wishing to purchase Aiello. Mm. I like that. Uh, so then they go to a cinder block house and do cocaine.
1: I mean, that sounds pretty lit, but you're not going to do any of that
2: No, but that's my point. Like I'm rarely in danger. Cause I'm literally just walking around eating Mexican food and just sort of like, I mean, I guess I'm like a, if, if, if people were targets, I would be a target because I'm there by myself and like, but, I, I mean, I'm like a low key person. I'm not the, the, uh, the cocaine market is not of interest to me. So, you know, what do you do? You go during the day, you get some Mexican food at night. You, 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 uh, hang out on the balcony. doesn't seem so bad. Uh, Granted, we could do that in our own home.
1: We we could do that in our own home. But I mean, I, I understand, I, I, listen, I, 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 I understand that you're seeking adventure, right? I'm not, I'm not mad at that. Um, I'm not even necessarily mad at the fact that you want to stay in this town. Um, (laughs) what is the, what is, what did you just send me?
2: I just sent you another photo from the town. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Would you care to describe it to the people at home? It's pretty upsetting.
1: <laughs> it's a it's a child sitting in a shopping cart. And it appears to be in a vacant lot filled with tires. I uh, I don't know. I couldn't tell you the context of this photo. And the child looks very distressed. There's quite in quite an amount of anguish. <laughs> this is See as I was saying I understand you want to seek out adventure but it seems like part of the adventure to you is 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 a is a large amount of uh discomfort and suffering right that I, like I wonder almost if there is if there like if I'm going to psychoanalyze you like, if there is some sort of inner self-hatred that that you cuz you seem to be like I don't know what's going on exactly right because I feel like the, the Patrick of even five years ago would see the Patrick of now and go, what the fuck happened, right? Do you think? Am, am
2: I in a bad place?
1: Well, you're – okay. Uh, t- how much are you in the hole with your crypto? Mm, 2100 today. Okay, so you're you actively losing money on purpose. That's one – we're going to put that in mm, yeah, okay. That – we're going to take that truism and put it – and, and acknowledge it and then put it aside. You are – playing video games constantly you are you are beating games regularly from the bedroom in your parents house yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> yes, okay that, that's another thing you are quite mad and upset with yourself because you've gained a, a small amount of weight you have a yeah, little yeah. bit of a tummy
2: a lot of self-hate
1: you're eating lots of vegan peach cobbler. That's a fact. So I now have three instances on the board that to me might suggest you're not doing great.
2: Hmm.
1: And now you're sending me photos of a town in Mexico that appears to be nothing but human suffering. <laughs>
2: You're saying, yeah, it looks lit. I want to go there. But I I like some of that, uh, what they call dark tourism. Like uh, Cambodia was like a nice opportunity to be with my girlfriend in a warm place. But it was also like I wanted to see, I wanted to see some of the fucking genocide. Yeah, that's a dark impulse, my guy. Mm. (laughs)
1: It's it's not like you're a journalist. It's not like you're a sort of sort of. Yeah. In what way? Because you're not gonna. Are you gonna tweet about it? No, you no. might take. You're gonna take an Instagram video, and you're gonna go. I'm in Mexico. I'm in see Dad. And something I didn't notice about about here that, I don't, that people don't really talk about. And uh, you know, a, a lot of the a lot of people here are wearing Bluetooth. So what's up with that? That's what you're gonna do. That that's what you're <laughs> gonna say to people. <laughs>
2: Uh, I bet there are a lot of Bluetooths in Mexico.
1: <laughs> you're gonna be like, is there a is there a ten year technology lag? Did they just get Bluetooths here? Because I see everyone with a Bluetooth. Right. That's gonna be your observation, and then you're gonna not, you're gonna go off the grid for three days, and everyone's gonna go, "Is Patrick dead? I don't know." And then you're gonna show up on a train, right? And you're gonna be like, "Hey, everybody, check out how my crypto is doing. I'm five thousand dollars in the hole. It's
2: lit." Yeah, that'll that'll be the vacation. So this
1: is, so I would just wonder if you, (laughs) if you can take these, uh, these character traits, if you can take these, uh, character patterns, uh, these, and, and maybe externalize them onto another person, would it, would you classify that person as maybe not doing so hot?
2: I'd say they're a rugged individualist. (laughs) I don't know,
1: man. I've again, do you I'm, I'm hands off personality, you know, but it is getting to the point like, like, you know,
2: if, is it fair to call me a rugged individualist or am I more in the squarely a loser category?
1: I mean, the line is blurry in general, isn't it? Yeah,
2: that's a, that's a fact.
1: So it's all about framing, right? So, you know, a loser to some, a, a, a rugged individualist to even fewer, uh, <laughs> You know it just depends on how you look at it i I mean, I make no bones about my place in this world so i I seek to to mitigate suffering where possible, and sometimes that means sometimes it means short term suffering to prevent long term suffering right that's what like that's what like exercising is I guess right it sucks while you're doing it, but then you feel good um. So I'm not against – like I understand why you do things you don't want to do because it makes you – in the long term, maybe it makes you a better person. Do you see yourself coming out of this experience a better person?
2: I mean I, I'm only going to be there two days, you know?
1: I guess, yeah. But, I, you know, I, I don't know. You, 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 you do you. I, I, I need to
2: see something di- different because, listen – It's getting to the point that I've played most of the venues in the United States that are between tiny and big room. It's unlikely in this life that I'll be playing the stadiums. So that means that I've seen most of, I've seen most of that shit. I've seen every city straight up. I don't know if there's a city in the U S that I haven't seen and it's all getting fucking dull. I need, I need a, a new shit.
1: It is dull. I'll, I'll, I'll go with you there. Yeah. Um, th- I feel like there might be some new things in this world to discover. But you seem to be more attract. Like if you're a moth, you're attracted to the light being given off by the true shitholes. That's a fact. So th- that's what concerns me. I Again, I'm with you on your sense of adventure. I'm with you that you need to do something new. I feel it too. I'm considering taking off a considerable amount of time at work so I can, and then, you know, with the with the car, you know, I don't know, doing something. I don't fucking know. I need some kind of, I need to clear my head in some way. I get that. I don't know, based on the photos you've shown me, if this is the place that I would be attracted to. Do you want to come? No. No. <laughs> No, squarely do not want to go unless we can podcast from it. If we, if there's, do you think, do you think that there's electricity from this, from the paper mache hut?
2: I think that if we,
1: uh,
2: if we can podcast from there,
1: I would go because now it feels like we're doing something.
2: I, I, well, listen, it just feels like if, if we say that there's no electricity, that that's a, a a a a bridge too far on your your mexophobia i mean
1: it's it's not even just electricity i mean it would have to have wi-fi
0: <laughs> so, I, i'll be honest
2: well yeah. i think there's electricity that paper maché home gives no impression that there is wi-fi
1: yeah i'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say no. do you think that there's wi fi in the vacant lot with the screaming child?
2: Do you think if you still drank, you could drunkenly punch your way through the side of that building?
1: <laughs> yeah I think there's no doubt. Listen, if I still drank, this would go in here would be no problem because then all I need is uh, all I need is access to alcohol and we can we can get through that that two days pretty easily
2: i uh, I have to use a toilet so we can get off this line now, but I want to say Kevin Hart recently gave his take on cancel culture in some interview. Right. And I just want to say the most pathetic thing that I've ever seen in, in my life, the most clueless sort of a, a total lack of self-awareness in many ways, tragic thing that I've seen is people who have, who have nothing to say. At all are lockstep with the corporate view of liberalism and are of no importance responding to his article with things like, oh, Kevin, you mean you have to be accountable for what you do, just like the rest of us. No, everybody, that's not what Kevin means. You are not accountable in the way that he is. He's successful, so you resent him and you're trying to take things away from him. He's more accountable because everything he does is scrutinized. Whereas nobody, but your parents care if you live or die, that's a major fucking difference.
1: Pretty big difference.
2: This is not for our listeners who I assume have their heads on straight on this matter. But the next time you see your fucking friend being like Kevin Hart thinks cancel culture is real, blah, blah, blah. Yo, Understand that this dude is talking about his mental health in a candid way, and some of you are so fucking partisan and weird that you think everybody's lived experience is valid except when it doesn't comport with your simpleton view of the planet. so suck a fucking dick until you die
1: mm. we should do we should do a patreon episode where we can go because we didn't talk about COVID at all, and I have a lot to say about that. Uh, Oh. (laughs) We didn't talk. We didn't talk. Dude, there's a lot. So listen, we're going to record. I'm changing my flight. We're going to record another one uh, for the Patreon, where we, because, yo, the lab leak shit, there's a lot that I have to say. And also just from my, my experience of being in, New York city the last couple of weeks and, and experiencing on the ground what it's like here. Uh, I have a lot to say about that too. So we're going to cut this one for now. You got anything else?
2: No, let's do this though. Uh, Let's record again this week. And what we will do is uh, we will provide all of the uh, sort of uh, patrons that we've promised people, but among them let's do your, your COVID uh, hot takes yeah, that'll get you banned from the internet if this was four months ago. And uh, also, you wanted to do an uh, E3 viewing.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can't do that now because I don't know anything. But it's all I've seen is people being very disappointed.
2: I know, but that's what makes it great.
1: I know. It's it's the best. All right. Yeah, we'll do that. Everybody, patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. Go there. Give us some money. You get bonus content. It's great. Everyone who subscribes loves it they can't even tell you how fabulous it is it's the most fabulous thing it's like trump's healthcare plan it's brilliant um,
2: california fully reopened today oh yeah
1: um, yeah uh, twitter.com twitter at wp timeline hit us there uh, you, people have been asking people want someone hit us up and said they want more antifa lover Uh, we haven't done that shit in a while. We'll
2: do one person told us that they heard it on another podcast and we got scared.
1: Yeah. Now we we don't want to bite someone else's bullshit. Um, yeah, we do that. We do messages, hit the phone 205-509-9785. Give us a call. Leave us a message. We actually, someone left a message recently and they said, you fuckers been listening to Jordan, Jordan Peterson, huh?
2: You definitely have. Hmm.
1: Debatable. Um, yeah, hit hit us there. I'm gonna. I want to make it a mission to 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 build up our, uh, our our Twitch thing. So when I get when I get back to California, I'm gonna be doing that um, again soon. So Twitch TV WP Timeline. I want to stream games. Uh, we'll do that for you soon. Um, and yeah, I don't know. We'll get you next time.